was since right. it was not here. We don't have all the bells and whistles, so I guess we're gonna get right down to the get down. Well, that's why I was asking. What happened to the intro? We don't even like that. Usually gets me hyped a little bit. Okay, it's... well, came here to say who won it for the jump. Came here to say who got me going to love. Whatever. This is horrible. Came here to say that you don't really want it with us, girl. We love you, know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us, girl. The sports show. How was your weeks? My weeks sucked, like always, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, I've been too busy laughing at the NFL. Why are you laughing? Well, because I'm expecting you, Queen, to give Russell Wilson all the smoke he deserves. It, that wasn't his fault. Yes, it, it was. was. Not. It was not. That it was, was his fault. So now, all of a sudden, he's not. A, he's not a. He, he's not a good quarterback. He. He's not a. He's I never not a said veteran he wasn't quarterback. A quarterback. So we don't know clock management. We don't know. He's we, not we in charge of the clock. His coaches. Oh, oh! But y'all said that y'all blame Aaron Rodgers for it when he. When, We're gonna when, blame when Aaron Rodgers for everything. Oh. The double standards. That's yeah. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I've it's never once blamed Aaron Rodgers for one game. Aaron Rodgers, his whole career has been fumbled since two thousand and nine. That is that that is heartbreaking. I expect Russell was not tied for number one of quarterback of the decade. I don't okay? even want to hear that. But but we not gonna make this. We not gonna make it seem like he never won a Super Bowl. We're not gonna do that. Yeah, We're not gonna make it seem the like last he, time he won a Super Bowl. Obama had just gotten inaugurated. Come and on, we're, we're not gonna sit here and talk about. Okay, yeah, I blame Aaron Rodgers when fucking Matt LaFleur took, took the ball out of his hand. No, but now we now we blaming the coach. Well, we not what we gonna, doing? We're not gonna do. We're not gonna sit here and talk bad. About a man who went 29 for 42 for almost 400 yards, threw a touchdown, okay, had a quarterback rating of over 100, gave the ball to what almost eight different, nine different receivers in the game, okay? When? When? And the reason That's why the they lost, if we're going to talk about anything from that game, we're going to talk about the incredible performance by a team that everybody thought would be in last place. So their defense, the defense of the Seattle Seahawks, which played like the defense of old, and they haven't done that in a number of years. Hey, and we're just get to credit. the point on who you really want to big up. You want to big up Geno Smith. Just and we're going to give big up. That's where you're going with this. I mean, we're not dumb. <laughs> I knew this is where you was going. Just get Can to I the point. That's what you was going to do. That this kind of feels almost like the Viking miracle from Brett Favre years ago. I remember that. Remember that game, yep. Oh, we're going to get into Brett Favre pretty soon. But what were your thoughts about... You doing the smoke section? No, you can. But I'm going to ask you. I think that's you. I think you need it. I don't think I could eloquently say it as much as you can. We're going to get canceled if I do it. Oh, Lord. (laughs) You know, you already know where I'm coming from with this. Oh, Lord. 
All right, Pete, do you got some quick hits for us? Uh, I do not, because uh, I think we could cover, we're covering everything in the rundown today. Let's do it. Let's do it. So week one of the NFL, see, week one of NFL, what were some of your takeaways? What were some of your highlights? What were some of your surprises? Now, shout outs to my New York Giants, who was the only New York team to get a win. No, they weren't. Buffalo won too. Well, we're not. We're talking about the city. We're not talking about up there. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, what I also found out this morning that was really crazy, right? You know how the Jets and the Giants they play in the same stadium, uh-huh. right? So you know, either as a you know as a Jets fan, you go to a Jets game. As a Giants fan, you go to a Giants game. So when you go to a Jets game, guess how much like a hot dog is. And beer. One of my paycheck. Like no, like six dollars for That's a it. cup of beer. You know, four dollars for a hot dog. When you go to a Giants game, guess how much that same cup of beer is? About twelve, twenty dollars. About twelve dollars. Yeah. So I just want to know why the Giants think like they have a reason to upcharge as much and they've underperformed just as much. As the Jets. Uh-huh. Well, I think they have the, I think with the Giants, I mean, obviously it is the success recently in the last, you know, 20 years for the Giants in terms of like being in the playoffs, winning two Super Bowls, things like that. Yeah. Also, I also think. Since I think my mom was like a toddler. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Jets, the Jets won, you know, Super Bowl with Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Uh, they've had some successful years in terms of winning teams and being in the playoffs, but not as successful as the Giants have been the last 20 years. That's mm. for sure. Um, yeah, sure. But I believe the Giants are also the primary leasee and resident of MetLife Stadium. So I think that might also be why uh, their concessions cost more because they may be covering more overhead than the Jets do. Not sure. Could be. But in terms of my biggest takeaways, I think, you know, there was a lot in, in week one, including what Tavius said, the performance and the comeback win for the Giants against the Tennessee Titans. You know, the, 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 the very throwback performance for one Saquon Barkley uh, in that game. But I'd have to say probably my two biggest takeaways um, was the absolutely horrible game by Joe Burrow, four interceptions, two fumbles in that game um, against Pittsburgh, which should have been an easy win. Pittsburgh wins in overtime. You know, the Bengals muffed two kicks. Not to say that the Steelers didn't muff a kick, but Bengals muffed two kicks. But six turnovers, well, five turnovers for for Burrow after being the up the you know the the second quarterback in the Super Bowl is not the way we wanted to start the season. And I also want to give a big, uh, big takeaway to the incredible performance um, that Matt Ryan and Jonathan Taylor had against the Houston Texans, but Texans able to pull a tie out of that game. It was just, they suck. It was ridiculous. Both teams suck. I, got I, I didn't expect nothing out of that. I've got the Colts winning that division. Division ain't worth shit anyway. You know, they've got, 
They've got probably the best running back. I mean, I'll, listen, if you get a whole year of, of Saquon, I think Saquon could be the best running back in the league. If you get a good – another year like this out of Saquon. Uh, but Jonathan Taylor, easily one of the top three running backs in the league. And I think Matt Ryan, finally behind a really good offensive line, he's going to have a really great year. I mean, he threw for over 300 yards. You just forget all about King Henry, huh? Matt Ryan is one of those guys who have – who has – and he gives you glimmers of greatness. You get what I'm saying? He's yeah. had some phenomenal moments, but phenomenal consistency, I don't think so. So that's why I don't know if game if game one, week one, is a telltale sign of how his season's going to go. I mean, they're limiting him, Tavia. You know, Jonathan Taylor got 31 carries for 161 yards. And their top receiver got nine receptions for 121 yards. And he spread the ball out to two, four, six, eight different receivers for 32 receptions. I mean, he only got sacked twice. That's something that Matt Ryan has not had the luxury of being able to say in recent years in Atlanta. He's been under a lot of duress. You know, so I think you give him a good offensive line, you give him a good running back, and can take pressure off of him. I think we could see a Matt Ryan Super Bowl year-esque performance. Not that he's going to make the Super Bowl. No, (laughs) he's making the Super Bowl. But in terms of his statistics and how good he can be with that running back, that receiving core, and that offensive line, we could see as good of a statistical year for Matt Ryan as the year he went to the Super Bowl. Well, it could be worse as far as the rest. It could be Joe Burrows because he got no protection. Five turnovers None. in that game, four interceptions. Like that is you. You were the you were the second quarterback in the Super Bowl. This is not the way I think anyone had Cincinnati starting the season. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, they still have growing pains to go through. This is a fairly young team. You know, his first season was kind of stolen from him because of injury. You know, the second season, the. Bengals wasn't anything to really write home about until the middle of the season. They were kind no. of a quiet storm. It's a you fact. Know, yeah, no one was really paying attention to them. They were, you know, I guess because it was Cincinnati, people were not expecting much. And then they kind of picked up this momentum around like week seven that kind of took them to an astronomical level. Now, do I see the same thing happening this year? I don't know. I think we're in a smarter league this year. But I don't really see it happening. I can see the Bengals doing well because Joe Burrow is that guy, and I will give him that. Um, it's Buffalo's it's Buffalo's conference. Oh, it's Buffalo's. It's Buffalo's Buffalo's to lose, honestly. And Kansas City ain't no Kansas City ain't looking like no slouch either with the way that Patrick Mahomes played without Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Kelsey stepped up to the plate too. I mean, yeah, so I did. There's still a, you know, the what's their names? The Chiefs. They're still a, a contender. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're still there. They're like, yo, you know, don't forget about us, right? But yeah. I think the I think Joe Burrow and the um and the Bengals because of their Cinderella story to the Super Bowl last year, people forget that the Chiefs. You know, I think the Chiefs, like I always say, the Chiefs lost that game more than the Bengals won that game. And if that was the the Buffalo Bills, there's no way they would have lost that game. Oh, hell no. They would have got smacked. 
I feel like the biggest takeaway that I got was I I, I don't think the Rams is going to make that much noise this year. <laughs> uh, that's what I took away. Yeah, granted, it's only one game, but I think Matthew Stafford has lost, you know, that, you know, that, that it, that Pete was so in love with last year. I don't even think um, he even had the it. It was Cooper Cup. It was Aaron Donald. It and was, then they figured you know, out how to cover him too, because now you know that that's the only weapon they have is Cooper Cup. Well, they're also not utilizing Cam Akers, which I can't understand for the life of me. You know? mean, and and then you start to realize that Von Miller was was the ultimate secret for that defense in in, in the postseason. Because he showed his ass in that game. <laughs> like, he 100% showed his ass in that game. But one thing I do want to say is I really feel like, granted, I don't feel like they're going to make that much noise, but Detroit is a lot better than everybody's giving them credit for. Like, granted, we're not going to see them do anything crazy, but I don't think they're going to be, like, horrendous to watch either. Um, but I do think that the Saints are going to be a force to be fucked with if they can stay healthy. I want to hear somebody got to figure out what Wilkins had to say about that great performance out of Carson Wentz last week. Get the fuck out of here with that Carson Wentz shit. He's about he's due for one game, and then he'll go back to form in the next one game. game. Like, come on, like we ain't going to do that. I do fuck wonder. I do wonder. At, at, at what point do we call Trevor Lawrence likely a bust? It's only his second season. Yeah, but he doesn't look good. I, I mean, honestly, none Neither of this tour. Trevor Lawrence did, does not look good. Uh, Trey Lance in San Francisco doesn't look good. And Justin Fields in well, Trey, This is Trey Lance's first time even starting. So you got to give last him. Year. No, he technically... It was, he started it was, a couple of games last year. But it was still Jimmy G's te- team, in a sense. So you can't – it's because he was hurt. So it's you got to – Yeah, but it's not – you. this is – it's a difference between, like, oh, you're just holding – you're holding it down until the actual guy come back and to you being the guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a different set of responsibilities. So you got to – you got to look at it like this is right now his first year really – in the in in the driver's seat of that team, so I mean I I I'm, I'll give him some time, but Tua and Trevor Lawrence like this is their second. Was, I think this is Tua's what second or third year? No, Tua. This is his third or fourth. Is it? Yeah. Trevor yeah, Lawrence, like, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. These are the guys I don't like. Like, and I'm glad that Shaq is agreeing. Detroit is is. I don't think Detroit is that team that everybody could just look at and be like, yeah, Detroit's – like, I, I ain't going to hold you. I be getting pissed off at Thanksgiving. Like, why are we watching Detroit on our screen? I don't think I'm going to complain. He had explained it to us in full, and I don't want to go through that again. So, if you want to find out why we see the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving, look to a past episode. The, I think Pete really explained it, and it made sense at the moment. That was a year ago. I completely forgot. I'm just saying, I don't I don't think I would mind seeing them this year. They're a better team. This is to his third year, by the way. Yeah, I um, said third. I was right. Yeah. Uh my one issue with the with the Lions, I do not think Nick Foles. Sorry, not Nick Foles, Jared Goff 
is a good quarterback at all. Like even even if Matthew no Matthew Stafford even at his worst is better, which is very often than not right now. It's still (laughs) better than Jared Goff. I can tell you right now, if the Rams only win that one Super Bowl during their tenure of having Matthew Stafford, that is one more Super Bowl than they ever would have won with Jared Goff as their starting quarterback. I hear you, but. Boy threw two forty one touchdown and three interceptions last game. I, I don't really think we should be bigging up Stafford right now. I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. I know that's your boy. You got your hair cut like him. You, you feeling real Staffordish right now? I get it. Terrible. Just it's just you gotta. I'm just saying he played horrible, and it's looking like it's. It, did he play I, terrible, just, or did he play, or did he not play up to the standard you would think for someone who just went to the Super Bowl and won? <laughs> That played horrible. I don't know if it was horrible. I don't think I feel he like that- played horrible. No, week one, listen, week one is you get a lot of good quarterbacks who have terrible week ones. You get a lot of bad quarterbacks that look like world beaters in week in week what one. To the Packers and we want to talk about quarterbacks. Right. I mean, at the at the end of the day, I've always told people this is why I never, I've never bet money on week one of the NFL season because week one of the NFL season is the most turbulent week outside of the last week of the season. Cause you don't know who's sitting and who's not, you know, but week one, I mean, we've seen teams in recent years look like they're going to, they're a super bowl caliber team after week one and two. And then that's the last we hear of them. Oh, like Tennessee. <laughs> like Tennessee and like Baltimore. Oh, we can't forget when the still was was it the Steelers that went undefeated for a little bit? And then, oh it, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. But um, <laughs> I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. Oh, I knew you was gonna throw your you you love to kick a good quarterback when he's down, right? Knowing he ain't got no goddamn weapons, that's what you want to do. He came on his presser and was like he has more weapons than he knows what to do with, and now it didn't, you know. My biggest, my biggest surprises of week one, honestly, was the underperformance of Aaron Rodgers, the underperformance of Russell Wilson. The Bucks didn't look that great either. They gonna get their kinda, ass beat this year. We kind of, we kind of glossed over that. Tom Brady looks He's in great his, form. He's gonna get his ass beat this year. Let week. me tell you something. When you play against a Brady with something to prove, you are playing with a you are playing against a dangerous Brady. Yep. Okay, we're gonna get his ass beat this man week. Man, trying to get his wife back. No, he's trying to justify to his wife why he wanted to play one more fucking season. Right, and he don't do well. I think we said it. We said it last week. Me and Dre. If he don't get an MVP, best statistical season of his career, or God forbid, win another Super Bowl, like Giselle just gonna look at him like, so I was right. Yeah. So he's got to play. He's got to play out. He has to. No, if ends or buts. Trying to save his marriage. Now, um, my like I said, my biggest takeaways is the fact that um, the Packers didn't look impressive. The freaking you expected Broncos, them to look better. I expected them to be a little bit more, like to be a little bit more. They were blah to me. Three points. They were dropping passes. Three points. Yeah, and then um, the Broncos didn't look that good to me either. Um, Russell wasn't look good. Exactly. But all that hoopla that they were talking about this damn team 
during the off season. I thought they were gonna come out like the Monstars, and they didn't. Um, the Giants looked good. They looked better than almost anybody in the freaking NFC. That don't say much. Yeah, that doesn't it, say it, much at all. It says, a lot. it says a lot because the Cowboys didn't look good, and now Dak is injured again. We saw that coming. You did. I was. I was really hoping not. I haven't seen a season that Dak was healthy. I have yet to see a season where Dak was not missing games, bro. Like I can't remember one. I Pete is more better at remembering shit than I am. Give me a season that Dak did not get hurt. It, like I'm just saying. Like I, I, I expect if it was either going to be him or CD Lamb. That's just that's a, that was. Just, like that's just honest, my honest opinion. Like I, I that's why I kept saying, yeah, everybody got their hope in, in in the Cowboys that they're gonna win the NFC East. And granted, their defense can win it for them. It's there for the take. But that's I mean, what I'm saying. Their defense can win it for them. But I think Philly's better than them. Technically, Matt Philly looks uh, bad against Detroit to me. Philly, like, we just said, what happened? 2016, 2017, 2018. 2019, he played 16 games for the Cowboys. Um, so 17, uh, 16 games in the regular season, even though he had 17 weeks up to that point. So from 16 to 19, he played the whole season. He missed 2020, obviously. He only played five games. But then he played all of 2021. He did? He played all of 2020. Well, he had 16 out of uh, 17 games because they have a 17-game season now. So yeah, 16 they probably him for one. And they lost in that wild card game. Right. So 16 out of 17 regular season games. Um, and he had his second best passing season of his of his career. His best passing season was 2019, where he passed for almost 5,000 yards. And did nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, he's actually been durable. Last year was uh, – two years ago was the only time he's really been injured. So, like, they sat him out last year. of time. Well, like I said, but I did remember hearing that he got hurt in a couple in a couple seasons. They probably just still played him. But regardless of that, I expected something to happen to the Cowboys. This is the Cowboys. And I don't like I said, I don't too much have even though I felt like there wasn't their offense like the number one in 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 the whole league last year, last season. I don't ex, I don't I don't feel the same way about their offense this year. So I feel like if they are going to win the NFC East, it'll be because of their defense. Even though Michael Parsons is looking like a whole bitch with the way he's complaining on Twitter. But that's a neither here nor there. We're not going to get into that. But honestly, I'm sticking with it. I think Philly is going to win the NFC East. Uh, Philly was lackluster to me. I felt like the joint, the, the joints. I felt like the Detroit Lions should not have had them on their toes like that. I feel like, um, what's the that's what I said. They got better. I feel like they I got think, better. But I think the Eagles got worse. You out here letting, letting the Detroit Lions score 38 points on you. The Detroit they got Lions. Better. They got better. I'm trying to explain to y'all they got better. I definitely yeah, agree with Shaq, man. Huh? I definitely agree with Shaq. I didn't even see what he said. Hold up. Well, it's on the screen. I, I wasn't looking. I'm sorry. I'm still looking at the TV. Through, right. through my, I'm, huh? Can you please turn that off? 
Yes, mom. Thank you very much. It's very distracting. Did very you say black air force energy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Shaq, you, you got to relax. <laughs> got to relax. Mitch Trubisky ain't set up to have black air force energy. <laughs> he is not. You you still hate that man. You got to relax too. Uh, like, you, really, like, you, you, you still, still hate, hate him. You got And I still don't understand why. I, I really can't don't. Mitch Trubisky. I think you got. I think you secretly got I'm, a jersey. I'm gonna make a hot take right now. If Saquon Barkley stays healthy, oh god, and Sterling Shepard can stay healthy, the Giants are gonna win the NFC. I don't care. The East or the whole thing? The, the whole thing. Come on, I'm realistic here. Okay, because you, you said the NFC, so that's why I was like the East or the whole division. No, I said NFC East. I thought you said the whole NFC. I was like, imagine. So, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on drugs. Okay. All right. Daniel Jones. I throw you a bone. Huh? I'm gonna throw you a bone. I'm gonna throw you a bone. If the Giants win the NFC East this season, you gonna cut your. Job. I will. I will. I will. We not co champions. Two years in a row, you won. All right, let's shake on it. Shake, shake on it. You got it. Cause there ain't no way in hell right. the Giants win. No way in hell. They look it's not happening. They look really good on Sunday. I'm sorry, they it's did. They did. The Titans gave that game away. No, it's only it's, week one. Wait, where's my mute button? First of all, it's only week one. Gotta relax. I know people who work in. <laughs> she muted you, Pete. <laughs> oh man, oh man! You know who should have got muted though? You know who should have got muted? Boy in Phoenix. That's who should have got muted. All right. Moving on from. I mean, do we want to do pick five or do we want to? Go into this whole new. Do we want to? You didn't. You didn't seem overly happy when you saw the records earlier, Tavia. I was happy. I'm aggravated. No, of, of course you can't rely on freaking Aaron Rodgers. I bet on Aaron Rodgers and I lost. I was surprised you picked Aaron Rodgers. I was actually, surprised I picked Aaron Rodgers too. But you know what? I told you I was too. It's week one. Yes. You had one job. You are the elite quarterback, like Matt loves to say. He, he's that that man. That man. That what can you man. do? No, go, it's not his man. fault if they're dropping catches. What you want him to do? Catch it for them? They dropping uh, maybe. catches. Hold on, maybe. Running the I'm wrong routes and shit. No, Matt. For them. no, Matt. I don't want him to catch him for them. And you're right. You're right, Matt. I'm gonna get listen. I'm gonna tell you you're right when you're right. You're right, Matt. It's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. When a receiver is dropping a pass. But you know what is Aaron Rodgers? Devontae Adams is going, I know. You ain't got to tell me. I already know. You know what is his fault? Devontae Adams, I know. Yes. Not wanting the wanting the top contract so your team could not sign the best wide receiver weapon you had. Because I guarantee you, if he had gotten Devontae Adams back, this team would have been a lot more competitive than three points. I agree. 
100%. I got to endure this shit all season. You I'm think, not happy do, about it. Do you guys really think, honestly, do you guys really think that um, the Packers are going to do good this season? No. Like, based on their, their usual standards? No. They're going to be good enough for one person. They're going to be so good that Jordan Love will actually get playing time. You bite your you bite your tongue, you disrespectful ass. I I know you. You know what? I ain't gotta take this. I dare y'all say Jordan Love is gonna start over Aaron Rodgers. That is disrespectful. Go ahead, get mad, get mad, little. If, if Jordan Love starts over Aaron Rodgers, Aaron I'll Rodgers quit. Back it. You you quit what? I quit. You quit making I, music, little Romeo. I quit. I said, oh, oh no. Oh, Ricky Valens got jokes. That's what you doing? La, 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 bomba. Yo, That's I, what you doing? Okay. I really like the swoop, though. The swoop is, you know. I told him that. He got, it's looking dope. It's, it's from the Matthew Stafford line. Oh, it's not stopping. Um, Matt, <laughs> you need to put two blonde dreads in the front of your head. I think it'll be so nice. I think it'll highlight your skin so I well. Think about cutting it, truth be told. What are you gonna do with it? Cut it. No dreads. Yeah. Caesar. Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna go with the Daddy Yankee cut? You gonna look mad Dominican. You look. Yeah. <laughs> My hair is curly though. It is curly. It is. Yeah. It's wavy and curly. Ooh. You know, you know what, Tavia? I'm actually gonna take what you said, and I, I will, I will see what you said and raise you. What's up? If Saquon Barkley plays the way he played in Week One all season, <laughs> if he stays healthy, that's well, if he real stays man. healthy and, plays <laughs> and listen, if he stays healthy and plays to the caliber and level he played in Week One, Saquon Barkley will be your NFL MVP. Now you are. Okay, wow. okay, Pete. Okay, Pete. Okay, Pete. Thank you. He plays the way he played in week one. Watch you get hurt in week two, and I'm just going to sit here laughing. Wow, I would uh, never wish bad on anybody like I'm that. I'm not wishing bad. I just said watch it happen. There's one. There's so much things you can count on in the NFL season. The Cowboys are going to disappoint every Texan in, in, in that state. Aaron Rodgers won't yeah. text his parents. Aaron Rodgers won't go far in the playoffs. And won't Texas the Jets ain't never going to make the playoffs. No, not for a while. Can and I tell you, though, the Giants look good. That is the best Giants I've seen in a few years. And I'm not going to front. And the NFC East is so weak that the Eagles didn't look that great to me. The Commanders didn't look that great to me. The Giants, it's either the Giants or the – um. Or them Eagles. Eagles well, I don't think anybody has faith in Carson Wentz, so. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at all. So, moving along. I think we'll do pick five next. How about that? Some bullshit. Oh. One, two, three, four, five. Pete, hit us with the standings. All right. So we have to. Yeah, we have to. All right. So the standings are at the end of week one. Dre and Matt are at one and four, tied for last place. 
Tavia is two and three, and I had a four and one week. That is record for week one. He mad happy right now. You see this, Tay? He think he did something. I mean, I'm mad I didn't go five and oh. I'm mad the Seahawks messed that Seahawks messed that up for me. I thought I mean shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought Russell Wilson was gonna do something, but he me too. You know, let me tell you something. I thought that was my um my sure game. I really thought that was my sure game. Geno Smith really had a come to Jesus moment. (laughs) 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 You know, I gotta give him that. He He called it. Hmm? He called it. Yeah. He called it. He said, he's like, yo, Geno Smith is going to have a breakout season. And I looked at him like he had five heads. Matter of fact, I looked at him like he had that haircut that he got on right now. Not so, that haircut he got on right now. Because <laughs> like, I'm just saying, we're both Jets fans. I don't know what he's doing. But, yeah, we're both Jets fans. And I I don't, I didn't expect this Geno Smith because I didn't even know this Geno Smith existed, truth be told. Me and, and either. So, I mean, I, we're hats not off see- to him. We're not gonna see it again. We're not gonna see it again. I can't. I can't call it. I can't call it at all. But I know Russell Wilson wanted what he wanted, and he didn't perform like he got what he wanted with all that extra money that he got. He deserved that extra money, though. I'm not saying he doesn't, but you have a rookie coach. The ball should have never came out your hand to where they're they're kicking a fucking what 68 yard fucking field goal. That was boys, hell. That's what I'm saying. That made no <laughs> sense. And it, what was they like fourth and fifth? You go for that. You pay that man that that amount of money, and he's you a veteran. That to that, you, go, that you go for that fourth and fifth. That, that's that was a Seattle type call. That's exactly the type of offense that Russell Wilson wanted to get away from. Like that was the problem. And I think we will see that Geno Smith again because they play they play the Jimmy Garoppolo led 49ers this week. Oh, so. Trey Lance ain't, ain't, ain't starting. That's what you're talking about. Oh, I mean, well, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey, that's even better for me. If they start in Trey Lance, I don't think San Francisco beats uh, Seattle. So you're saying the defense is trash? Because I, I don't agree with you. I think Trey Lance is trash enough that that defense, I think Trey Lance is so trash that not even the 2000s Ravens defense can make him a winner. This is really some Mitchell Trubisky type energy. You are on one, sir. What is going on? What is up with you? Telling you, I don't think Trey Lance is that good. He. This is like his first season, really holding the guard. You got like give him, give him some space, man. So you know, you know who else they said that about? Matt Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. You, You know who else they said that about? Uh, remember that kid in uh, that Joe Flacco? No, no, no. Who was that? <laughs> no, you know who else they said give him some space? The kid that came out of New England. What was his name? They got that big contract. Jimmy G. And the other one that came out of New England. Jimmy G played in the Super Bowl though. When and got embarrassed. No, I'm just. Oh saying. no, they didn't get embarrassed. No, they didn't make that. No, they didn't get it back. They led the whole first half against the damn Chiefs. I mean, I mean, you gotta give them some level of credit there, Pete. You know I who mean, else? You know who else? They said give him some time. It's only his first season holding it down. Matt Castle. Exactly. 
Who? Exactly. Started 15 games for the New England Patriots because Tom Brady went down. Patriots <laughs> went to the playoffs, and everybody was like, oh, my God, it's not it's not Brady. Anybody can – Castle's going to be great, this and this and this, and they signed Castle away. Wasn't it the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, to sign Matt Castle? What happened? Bust. What happened in Green Bay? Remember Matt Flynn? Matt Flynn started a couple games in Green Bay – Threw for like 500 yards in three straight games. Got a boatload of money from the Seattle Seahawks. Bust. You would think these guys played on the Jets with the level of anger and energy he has for this. I'm, I'm, what is your beef with Trey Lance, sir? I'm, I'm really, He's I'm really home. befuddled with this situation. Like Not this is home. really, like I'm befuddled. I'm, I'm lost. I'm trying to understand where did this come from. He did not have this energy last year. Listen. And he's right. Shout out to Chad Pennington, a.k.a. Pete's favorite, favorite I love Chad Pennington. No one will ever disrespect Chad Pennington. Ever. Matt, read Shaq's comment. Shaq says, Patriots didn't even make the playoffs in 08. It was Miami who won the division thanks to Chad Pennington. Chad right. Pennington. Look, um, Chad I'm in as well. I'm in as well. But you got Trey Lance started six games last year. Well, he played in six games last year. Six games. All right. He wasn't, um, he wasn't hello, hello. We have to do pick five. Yeah. Could be worse. Okay, so could be Joe Flacco. He went four and one. I went two and three. Dre and Matt went one and four. See, I gotta repeat it. That's what you're doing. Okay. So it was I'm surprised at that one and four, though. To be honest with you, that one and four felt it felt off. It it was. I got fucked this year. I got fucked this week. This is bad. It's not even right. Like I didn't expect none of these. I, I didn't expect none of this stuff to happen. Green Bay, yeah. I kind of saw it happening. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little disappointed in me for even picking Green Bay. Me too. But I'm like, you know what? They've been shitting on these receivers for like the last three or four weeks. They gonna come out and they gonna do something. They did nothing. These motherfuckers run the ran the wrong routes. And they dropping fucking passes and shit. Terrible. I'm pissed. Should have should have resigned your man. Um, at the end of the day, let, let's as Tavia has said, let's get into pick five. Let's start with the earlier games on the schedule. Buccaneers at the Saints. That's easy. The Saints. They're gonna mm. they're gonna nightmare on Elm Street. The Buccaneers. I said it. James Whitson's gonna get in that ass. That's what's gonna happen. Wow. I'm I'm serious. When was the last time this the Buccaneers beat important the game. This is an important game for Winston. He didn't play. Um, he didn't play the two teams met. And then at the end of the day, um, hmm. James Winston is still gonna James Winston to me. So my pick is for the Buccaneers. And I am also taking the Buccaneers. I don't think that um I think I, I like like I said earlier, and I'm gonna stand by what I said. I think Tom Brady is playing with a vengeance. He has a lot to have to live up to. And I don't have a lot of faith in James Winston. I like the Saints. I do agree with you, Matt. They do have a lot of weapons in New Orleans, including Mr. I don't know what position I play, Taysom Hill. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's it's Brady. It's the 
it's the it's it's the it's the Buccaneers. It's Brady's experience. I, I'm gonna pick the Bucks. Better hope Leonard Fournette have a great ass game. That's what you better hope. Go ahead. Next um, game. let us go yeah, with the Julio yeah. Jones. I tell you, Julio Jones looked crazy last last Sunday. Why are you shocked? I was shocked. When he's healthy, he's a beast. Yeah, but a lot of years have gone by. Hasn't been healthy. You don't think they you don't all right. If I'm not healthy for five years of my career, that's still five years off my that's still five years that I'm older. You're right. But I can I can harpen that to OBJ. He he hasn't been healthy for like the last what three or four years. Three or four seasons. He's not gonna get another superstar contract like he did before. Oh yeah, that's that's a dub. His days are his 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 days of being the guy are, are done. Hopefully he goes back to the Rams, though. His day of being the guy, his last time he was the guy was that yacht party that him and the Giants went on years mm-hmm. ago before the game, wild card game against the Packers. A.K.A. your glory is, right? Yeah, but at least I was alive for them. Oh, wow. Wow. Moving on to the next game on the schedule. Ooh, I was a bold-ass woman in my own apartment. Just all, all, all show, all like damn. Uh, let, yeah, let's let's go to the next game at the schedule. One o'clock game, uh, Steelers at home against the Patriots. We're gonna start with you, Pete. I'm taking the Steelers. Najee Harris is hurt. Uh yes, but I think I like Mac Jones did not look great in Week One. Uh, I think that defense played. Pretty well, all things considered. I mean, again, you you forced Joe Burrow into six, five turnovers, four interceptions, and two fumbles. So that defense sucks, has, Pete. It, the defense still has a legit. Again, okay, if you were telling me he was sacked nine times, I would sit with you here and say it was the line. He was intercepted four times, and they caused two fumbles, one of which he lost. Their defense still looks kind of porous in Cincinnati as well, okay? Yeah. And, and and Pittsburgh was able to do what they needed to do. Trubisky, as much as I hate him, Mike, yeah, Tomlin, Mike Tomlin is playing him like a game manager. And as long as you control what Trubisky is doing, Trubisky can be a good, serviceable quarterback. Okay, I'm taking the Steelers against the Patriots. We gonna record this, like we gonna, we, like we can, we can use this against him, right? He gave Mitchell Trubisky a compliment. What the fuck is going on? It's a twilight zone, my friend. It's a it's ribbon a, in the sky. Something. This reminds something. me of those, but this reminds me of those years when the Steelers. And I mean, don't get me wrong, he was a much better quarterback than people give him credit for, and I think he was a really good quarterback. But um, this reminds me of the years when the Steelers had Tommy Maddox where they didn't really give, in the very beginning, they didn't give Tommy Maddox a lot to do. He was a game manager until they realized he could do a little bit more than that. And they were able to win with him being a game manager. And I think the Steelers will be able to do that. I think Tomlin is very smart in making Trubisky a game manager and not letting him just be the quarterback. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm a little torn about this one because TJ Watts out for the next four weeks, yes. right? And to be Thank honest, God that I, season. Huh, I think it was six. Four. Oh, 
Cool. That's four, good. Four, like that. four at minimum. Four at minimum. Yeah. That's that's good. That's um, good now my problem is, and Pete, I'm gonna pick up your energy on Mitch Trubisky from that offense was a mess. Yes. By the way. That offense was a mess. And I feel that the Patriots can pick that offense apart. That's my only concern. Do I see this being a high-scoring game? No. Do I see this game going over 28 points? I'd be surprised. Um, Matt, can you um stop whatever it is you're doing or put yourself on mute because um my ears? Just mute. I'll mute you myself. Just send me a smoke signal when you're ready. Oh. Um, anyhow, I'm torn about this one. It's this tough. Be- it is. It's a. It's a. It's a fifty-fifty for me because I, I. My heart wants to go with the Steelers because I'm such, such, such a fan of Mike Tomlin, and I think that he is someone who is going to motivate his team to be more than what we know them to be. Just going there with that lion mentality <laughs> to give them some type of an edge. But I am i can't see the Patriots losing back-to-back games, dog. Who's I don't know. I mean, Mac didn't look too good last week. No, no. Mac not Jones not. did not look good. No, not at all. You're right. But he looked better than Trubisky. I'll give you that. But then again, Trubisky wasn't asked to do a lot. Mac is asked to do a lot more than Trubisky. That's true, too. That's true, too. But now I think that Trubisky is going to have to do more to win. Because without his – without what? I don't know. I'm a little – oh. But – um. I remember this is home. This is a home game for the Steelers. And Najee Harris. I don't think they got Najee Harris. No, I think Harris is out and Watts out. Yeah, Watts out. Watts out. Uh, I don't think Najee's on the injury report yet. Yeah, I didn't see him on the injury report. So, you know what? That's what I'm going to sleep on. I'll get my pick in on Sunday. Remember, it's a 1 o'clock game. Yeah, well, I'll have it tomorrow. All we right. have. Let's go to the next game on our pick five. For the week, we're moving now into the afternoon games, the late afternoon games, I should say, not just the afternoon games. Let me get our game up here really quickly. Our next game on our list. Oh, actually, no, this is actually a one o'clock game as well. Ravens at home against the Dolphins. That's not hard. I'm going with the Ravens. Yeah. I am as well. Me too. Tua sucks. He's out. He's out the door after the season. I don't uh, think Tua sucks. He's not as good I mean, as. I threw for over three hundred yards. For almost three hundred yards, I should say. Did he get a win? Pete? He did it. Right. Actually, you know he did. They won. They won week one. Pass me my candy, please, and get off. You think they're gonna beat? So pick them, please. Pick them, Pete. Pick oh em. no, I'm not picking them to beat. Them. <laughs> exactly. Pick them. They won in week one. The Dolphins did win their game last week. I just don't think they beat the Ravens. Listen, the Ravens did not look good in the first half. 
Like, literally, the Ravens gave me false hope last week because I'm watching the first quarter of that game against the Jets, and I'm like, oh, my God. Can the Jets actually do this? Is Lamar Jackson actually not going to do anything this season? And then all of a sudden, right before halftime, they went out and started doing things. And then they went out and dominated for the rest of the game. So if the Ravens play this whole game against Miami like they played the second half against the Jets, I got the Ravens by a clear margin. I don't think it's going to be a blowout in this game, but I do think the Ravens beat Miami. All right, let's go now to our late afternoon games. We're going to go to a 425 game, and we're going all the way to the West Coast for this one. The Las Vegas Raiders at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Going car. All right, so Matt is taking the Raiders. I am taking the Cardinals in this game, Tay. They better bounce back after the, that poor excuse of a fucking showing they did last week. Yeah, I thought I I thought they 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 you know they gave the Chiefs a pretty decent they, there was a pretty decent offensive output there. I I, I you know. I think the Raiders, and I said this in our uh, our show two weeks ago. I think the Raiders are the worst team in the best division, but that's still I still think they're a good team. Okay, you on mute? Who you picking? Okay. About- it needs a minute. Oh. See out here, he has sour straws. I hope boy read his playbook and actually do something in his goddamn game. But I'm still picking who I'm picking. Just because I miss Devontae Adams in, in, in Green Bay. Well, listen, you're going to miss a lot of things in Green Bay this year. <sighs> Don't remind me. It's I watched game. that game with that whole headache. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I ended up blaming the freaking office because it's like they don't ever get him help. They don't ever get him help. You you know you know who y'all could you know you know who be better than the wide receivers you got right now Donald Driver. You know what I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of you, fucking Matt. Like like bailing Aaron Rodgers out of his bullshit. Like he's supposed to be the guy. Make it work, man. Um, I'm not bailing him out of nothing. It's a no help. They don't get him help. Last year, the special teams sucked. The year before that, he ain't have no damn receivers to help out Devontae Adams. He only had really just one goddamn target. Before that, the defense sucked. It was always something. And then they just keep drafting not fucking help. Keep working. They draft. When was the last time Green Bay drafted a damn receiver? The last Damn. time Brett Favre was in a fucking scumbag. We ain't got no more left in the pick five because I feel like she's transitioning. But anyway, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, you going with the Raiders? Go ahead, say it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. 
All right, taking the Raiders. I think Pete is rocking the boat this season. That's what he want to do. He's going to go opposite of everybody. No, not necessarily. And the last game for our pick five week, it is the second of two Monday night games at 8.30, a battle of 1-0 and teams, the Eagles at home against the Vikings. Shit. Oh, I don't know. I already <laughs> have my pick locked in. You going with the Eagles? I'm taking Minnesota. You know hey, what? I think I'm taking Minnesota, too. I think I'm taking Minnesota, too. Uh, I think I'm going to take Minnesota, too. Yeah, I don't know about all that uh, Philly pride. Yeah. You know, a lot of people uh, a lot of people uh, shit on him, and, and I get why, you know, because he, he's been inconsistent. But I actually like Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. He's yeah. not great. He's not flashy. He's not sexy by any means. Okay, he's not out here, you know, being one of those type of quarterbacks. But at the... you gotta relax. He could call another quarterback sexy. No. I mean, people do it all the time. I don't. Out... Stephen A. Smith was out here calling Aaron Rodgers sexy. All he did is sexy quarterback, right there. Aaron Rodgers looks sprung out. I'm sorry, he does. He used to be really handsome. I don't know what the hell happened, but he looks sprung out now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, hey, listen, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is not going to be that guy. He's not, he's not, he's not the the elite quarterback. He's not the sexy quarterback. He's not. He's not going to do anything, you know, great. Oh yeah, I heard. I heard they they, they signed Sam Cassell's lost child again. Um, violation. <laughs> Yo, violation. All right. Oh, we have our, our picks locked in. Keep tuning in and see who's going to win this year. So. Let's need Dre's picks. Dre, the man who said all picks need to be in before the game start. So let's see if we get Dre's picks before Sunday. All right. And then um, now moving on, Pete, can you tell the people what happened with Brett Favre? I'm going to seed my time. I'm going to give the floor to the resident Green Bay Packers apologist. Technically, he's a Jet. We, 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 you got to. Yeah, yeah. Technically, so. he's a Jet. He's a Jet. <laughs> but when, when, if that man, when that man gets in the Hall of Fame, what's his helmet going to be? Green Bay. So stop it. So go ahead, Matt. Tell us how Brent Favre stole money from welfare. I don't know. I don't know the whole details of how he did it. I just know he fucked up. And tell, us he, he, tell us how he stole money from hungry children. To build a fucking what was it? A volleyball fucking gym? Sucker ass motherfucker. Who does shit like that? That's just weird. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say I didn't know that he was a jackass. Tay's late to the party. I've been saying it. I knew it since he was a jet. That he's not a good dude. He's just. You mean we didn't know this when he sent penis pictures to a reporter? I forgot all about that. Unsolicited, too. Right. There's nothing worse. I tell you, men out there, there is nothing worse. Nothing says a woman is not going to see your unsolicited penis pic and be like, ooh. 
for the record unsolicited that means it ain't it's, it's just out in the open right he's just it's just like he he just sends it it's like uh, i always know when a guy's about to send one it's like i always know like it, it gets really creepy the conversation gets really weird and like can i show you something and then i'm like what <laughs> and then the Tavia will be the one that'd be like, you need to put your little pecker away. Right. <laughs> no, let me tell you something. The last time I was sent an unsolicited penis pick, it was very atrocious. It was like the smallest thing I had ever seen in my life. I mean, I'm going to be very honest. As a man, I'm going to say this. I don't care who you are or what it looks like. There is never a, a a way where it doesn't need a lot of staging to look good. I'm sorry, it it is not just naturally. I no, it doesn't. So uncomfortable with this conversation. It doesn't. Listen, what? I'm sorry. You know what? It's penises. Like who cares? I'm good now. No, <laughs> like, like, listen, listen. Let us just admit, as men, I'm sorry. There, there is no angle in which it looks good. I'm sorry. I mean, if it's if it's wanted, like if I want to, you know, I will ask for it. It's got no. turkey neck attached to it, Tay. That's how I know sexuality is not a choice. Okay. I mean, listen. It, it, it's just like, you know, when when it, when it comes to the, 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 the anatomy, the, the physical anatomy building of men and, and women. Women, I mean, listen, everything got put in a way where it looks nice. It's aesthetically pleasing and visually pleasing. Okay, getting back to Brett We got leftover turkey neck Okay, they were like, "Yo, let's take, let's take this, uh, let's take this uh, bag over here. We don't know what to do with." And he's leftover Christmas decorations and wrap it up, and then put some turkey neck on it. And I'm like, "Why, why you had to do us like that, God? Why?" Now, <laughs> this is why he gave us Brett Favre. Brett Favre was one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. You get what I'm saying? He was and a great. Quarterback. I think he benefited from a league that was without. You get what I'm saying? He kind of came up when the Troy Aikmans were retiring, the Joe Montanas were retiring, you know, the, the Dynasty Cowboys. Did he were, even take him up in that, in that era? I thought he was right after. Because, like, when the Cowboys would win all those Super Bowls and stuff like that, you know, the, the Green Bay Packers of the 90s was the next team up. You get what I'm saying? So when, I think he was like that new guy on the block, the guy who they tried to make Aaron Rodgers off to be. Favre started in – well, Favre's technical first year was in 91, but he didn't start a game for Atlanta. So his first year, like full year, was 92 with Green Bay. Yeah, but nobody was talking about the Green Bay Packers until like 1997. Yeah, his, first, his first really good year was 95 where they went 11-5. And then um, 96 and 97, they went 13 and three. Um, and he won the MVP 
those uh, three straight years, 95, 96, 97. Yeah, and 96 and 97 is when they won the Super Bowl, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so they were the uh, next team. I'll tell you in a second. 97 or 98. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Well, top of my head. Here we go. Uh, yeah, uh, back to back. Let's see, 95, blah, 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 blah. I'll find it. Oh, here we go. Super Bowl. Uh, 96, 97 were the two Super Bowls he went to back to back, and he won 96, lost 97. What you talking about? Far. So get into the sticky. talking about dicks. Getting into the sticky of the situation. So Brett Favre was a part of a welfare scandal that funneled funds from welfare programs in Mississippi to build a was a volleyball building. It was a volleyball stadium or some sort. Volleyball building or training facility um, at the school. I think his daughter went to that school. Yeah, she has a scholarship there. Yeah, and so, he used to play there too. Yeah, so. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, text messages were released between Favre and uh, former Minnesota Governor Phil Bryant um, that they were a part of the scheme to divert at least $5 million of funds to build a volleyball stadium. And then Brett Favre, being the, the stand-up citizen that he is, um, asshole. Yeah. He says, and I quote, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? And another, text, and another text, Brett Favre says, said to me just a second ago that he has seen the funding proposal, but hint, hint that you need to reword it to get it accepted. Um, so even though Favre um, denies any wrongdoing and has not been charged with a crime, um, this kind of, this story has kind of made its rounds across the world um, this week. And it shows you that everybody loves a winner. When he was doing these sleazeball things in the early 2000s, and you really didn't hear about it until after the fact. You get what I'm saying? Um, everybody in the league at that time knew he was an asshole, knew he was an animal, knew how he played, how he did business. So this is not something that is um, surprising. It's disgusting. It's egregious. It's and I feel like he should go to jail for this. You get what I'm saying? But, you know, the jury's still out on that. Um, he's hey, a, nothing going to happen to that, man. You don't think so? No. Five million is a WP. lot of money. You know I what I'm saying? He's going to get right, and that he's going to get right back. Don't he, got a, don't he get like a percentage of Wrangler's jeans, which is everywhere? And... They have not dropped him as a spokesperson either. Exactly. WP. And the thing is, he... He could have paid for this himself. He earned over $140 million during his tenure in the NFL. And that's not even, that's just his NFL salary. That's not including the bushels of endorsements that he got through during his NFL career and even after his NFL career and the stuff that he's been doing ever since. So this is just 
another situation of privilege gone wrong. Yep. It's disgusting because do you see what's happening in Mississippi right now? Do you see that some people don't even have clean running water to drink, to cook with, to bathe? You know the education system is one of the lowest ranked in the country? And here you have Brett Dickhead Farves. Taking liberty with, with five, for a volleyball stadium. Now, my daughter plays volleyball, so I am I have an affinity for the sport. But it's gross. It's disgusting. And I feel like he is going to be on the list of people I will never talk about again. He's a jet. Do you see me and Pete talk about him? <laughs> no one really remembers him as a jet. The only thing you remember him is that sexual harassment scandal. I don't even remember that. Not yeah, lie. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. But, but I always knew Brett Favre was a jackass. <laughs> so I you know, Shannon Sharp, who's my favorite favorite sports analyst, says you know, he's always been a uh, uh, he's always been a sleazeball. He's always been a scumbag. He'll always be a scumbag, and everybody loves a winner, so it's always easy to cover it up. He said that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. He went off. He went off. And um, that's all I'm going to say about that. What do you have to say, Matt? I think he's a dickhead. I've always said he was a dickhead. There's nothing much to really say. I don't like... Fuck it. He don't like black people. We'll say it. It is what it is. Even though it is Mississippi, I don't think predominantly all the people that it's on welfare are black. I'm pretty sure majority of them are of white descent to a degree. So, yeah, you probably are stealing from your own people. And like Tay said, you earned over a hundred million dollars in your in your whole career, and we're not even counting your your Wranglers freaking endorsements and whatever else you got going on for you. You could have paid that shit outright, and using your white privilege to try to hide yourself away from the scumbag freaking energy that you're putting out there. That's why it's not it's not being talked about as much as it should be. And it's fucking sad. But it pays to be rich and Brett Favre. Exactly. And this is a type of welfare fraud that the GOP and other conservatives blame on black and brown people. This is the, the type of welfare scandals that people put the welfare queen image on. You get what I'm saying? And I have not heard any backlash for any of them. That's the truth. Pete? Where Pete go? Pete here? I'm right here. What's your, what's your thoughts, man? That's your quarterback. Ain't my quarterback. Ain't my quarterback. His name ain't Chad Pennington. Hey, Vinny Testaverde. Those are only two quarterbacks for me. Um, Listen. Yep. Favre was, was a dick to deal with when he was in the NFL. It's a well-known story. Everybody said he was gruff. He was brash. He was this. He was that. Problem is, you ain't winning Super Bowls anymore. You ain't playing in the NFL anymore. So you're going to be held a little bit more accountable. But at the end of the day, he's going to have he's going to find a way to sweep this under the rug. Unless 
they they are going to nail him to the wall on something. He's going to find a way to sweep this under the rug because as we as we all know, he will utilize the most uh the, the most used weapon of people in his situation. White privilege. Okay. You finally read that message, man? <laughs> Yeah, I said it. I said it. Yo. Oh, man. Because <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> and by the way, ball, by the way let it be said here on the Year Sports Show, uh, look up the statistics, ladies and gentlemen. The number one, the number one beneficiaries of the welfare system in the United States of America are white people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, I may not realize this, but this is the truth, and I'm speaking to the general public. I know Tay know this, and I know Matt know this. At the end of the day, listen, there are a lot of there are a lot of people who utilize welfare for all the right reasons and do and and do things with it and and find their way out the system. There are some people who spend a lifetime in the system but do it the right way. There are people like Brett Favre who utilize as, as nothing more than a way to get around having to do things. I'm just saying, like, I, so as I heard Mississippi, I just started singing the P, the P Valley theme. But Did that from, a the man who has, from a man who has always done things the wrong way to a man who has spent his entire career being maybe the only man in his sport who does what he does, doing it the right way. We've spoken on occasion on this show about uh, Aaron Judge's chase for 60 home runs this year. Is he going to break that record? Uh, and all these different things about Aaron Judge. We've even spoken about Shohei Otani and Mike Trout and all these things. But somebody that's kind of flown under the radar is a man who has already said that he will be retiring at the end of this year, Albert Pujols. Now, as many people may, may, may remember, Albert Pujols started his career with the St. Louis Cardinals. Eventually went to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, played for a number of years in L.A., and recently went back to St. Louis for his final year of his career. And Albert Pujols actually has a shot at finishing his career with over, if not exactly at, 700 career home runs. He just recently passed uh, Alex Rodriguez for fourth on the all-time home run list. So he had about 13 games remaining. Um, and, you know, it's the question is going to be, can he can he hit? I believe he needs four more home runs to uh, – How many games you said he got left? I believe he has 13 games remaining. Mm, I feel like he'll cut it close and probably just miss it. I'll be one shot away, honestly. I think he That's had, my bet. Let me see here. I had his uh, I had his stats up. Here we are. So he is uh, tied for third in Major League Baseball history uh, in, um, I believe, in hits. No, not hits. Uh, tied for third in sacrifice flies. Eleventh in Major League Baseball history. Uh, with runs scored, he would need twenty. He would need to score twenty more runs to to get to tie with Jeter for tenth. 
He is uh, 10th in Major League Baseball history with multi-hit games. Uh, and he is fourth. Sorry, he needs three, Matt. He has 697 home runs. He is three home runs away from 700. He would need 17 home runs to tie Babe Ruth. I don't think he's catching that. Yeah, not so, uh, his best bet is you know the seven the the seven hundred truth be told, but I mean it's 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 a sight to see. Hopefully he you know he can reach his goal before the end of his career. You know, eighteen gotta, games, gotta, eighteen games yeah. left in the regular season, counting tonight's game. I believe that they play. I mean, hitting home runs ain't that easy, especially at old age, brother. I mean, we can. We can count on it, but you know, and we can hope on it, but we'll see if he can. Hey, you know. that man, the Yankees, the Yankees are playing games with that man, and that's not fair. And how about yeah. those Mets too? The Mets look like trash, but uh, I mean, they're gonna be okay. They ain't going far, bro. Just <laughs> not not going far. The Mets are the equivalent of the Cowboys. Oh, the. Uh... <laughs> The uh, the X-rays have come back on uh, Herbert, fractured to his rib cartilage. But no bones broken. They say he might be able to start next week. That's going to hinder him. He ain't going to be the same. Yeah. You're going to uh, need all that to throw, bro. But when it comes to, listen, when it comes to when it comes to Albert Pujols, like this is a man that we 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 are watching, you know. There's there's watching people over the course of their career, and kind of knowing at the end of it all they're going to go into the Hall of Fame. We have watched someone that, without a doubt, in Albert Pujols has been destined to be in the Hall of Fame, even before he left St. Louis the first time, and. Um, the fact that he is so close to being third, uh, over 700 home runs, only three players in Major League Baseball history have hit more than seven home, 700 home runs. Um, that is Aaron Bonds and Pujol. I mean, Aaron Bonds and, and Ruth. So I really hope he gets to maybe 701, maybe even 702, if he can hit four or five home runs in the last 18 games. I think it's uh, 700. It's a possibility. I'm not. I'm not betting against it. I'm not really betting for it. It's well, more like up in the air. One every six games yeah. to get to get uh to get to 700. I think he can hit more than you know one every six games. I don't think much more, but yeah. um yeah. before we forget to mention it, the WNBA finals are happening right now, and uh, the number three Connecticut Sun were almost swept by the number one Las Vegas Aces, uh, but uh, Connecticut winning game four, uh, sorry, game three, um, to force a game four. Uh, Connecticut, uh, Connecticut Suns' Alyssa Thomas actually had the first triple-double in WABA finals history in that, in that game three. But the Las Vegas Aces still only need to win one more game in order to win the WNBA championship this year. Liz Cambridge, man. She just don't – listen, that woman, she left Las Vegas, and now they're about to win a WNBA title. Allegedly. Um, yeah. Tay, I got one last question for you before we wrap up. 
What do you think of this whole Robert Sarver situation? Get him. In Phoenix. Get him. So for those of you, before Tay go off, because Tay about to go off, for those of you who don't know, Robert Sarver, the majority owner of the Phoenix Suns, was suspended it up. for one year by the NBA. Oh, wait. The commissioner can do that? Goodell should take notes. Um, Suspended by the commissioner of the NFL, uh, NBA, for one year and fined $10 million after an investigation showed that during his time as the owner of the Suns and the Mercury, he used the N-word at least five times, and there were instances of, quote, inequitable conduct towards female employees, including sex-related comments and inappropriate comments on employee appearances. Since then, as we said, fined $10 million and suspended for one year. Since the suspension has come down, PayPal, a over $3 million sponsor of the Phoenix Suns, has said that if Robert Sarver returns to his role as majority owner, they will no longer continue sponsoring the Phoenix Suns. The minority owner of the... Rightfully so! The, the minority owner of the Phoenix Suns has says that he believes Robert Sarver should resign as the owner of the Suns. Um, and the head of the NF NBA Players Association has said that Robert Sarver should not return as the owner of the Phoenix Suns. Tay, are you... Hold on. I think we all agree the suspension of a year was way too little. Hold on. Can I, tell her what he, think, can I tell her what he said? Do you think they make him sell the team? Can I tell her what he, can I tell her what he said? Tell her. He said to his, one of his um one of his co-workers that he needs to Hold hire on, employees. A employees. Yeah, He's employees. the owner. Employees. Yeah. He told his employees he need to hire a nigga to coach these niggas. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he saw a random black dude and called him Carlton and told him to do the Carlton dance. That's what he did. Get him. What a piece of garbage this bitch is. At the end of the day, he should be banned for life. What was that dude from the Clippers, Donald Sterling? Donald Sterling. And he was talking to his side piece, who was a woman of color saying very similar things and had a history of being racist and doing racist acts. Now, old boy Sarver, you get what I'm saying? Sarver, here we go again, 10 years from Donald Sterling. We're here again in the NBA with another owner? Are you serious? And you know what the thing is? Remember, Sterling was banned for life and he was fined two and a half million dollars. But all of his comments were directly about the players. Sarver suspended for a year, fined 10 million. You know, you gotta wonder if you're the Phoenix Suns, do you do what the LA Clippers did and walk out? Yes. You know, and LeBron James. The man who never speaks on anything. He spoke a lot about Donald Sterling, though. Right. He came out, I believe it was yesterday or today, and said that the 
punishment by the NBA was not harsh enough. Of course not. Of course not. First of all, this is disgusting. You know what I'm saying? This is another example of the old boys club type of politics and personalities that run these very sports organizations and sports teams that millions of people of color invest into, buy into, buy tickets to these games, buy their merchandise, support their players. And you are paying, you are making the pockets of a racist fatter. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody's like, yo, you got to separate the team from the owner, the, the, the musician from the music, the this from the this. It's all in one. This is disgusting. And the fact that the NBA had to step in to do more, to me, is beyond me. A year is not enough. $10 million is not enough. From what I'm hearing, the NBA can't do much without voters. Like, I think they got to get 60% of the voters from all the other owners in order to, like, boot him from being an owner of the Suns. So I think that's the um, the hardship that they're facing. But uh, honestly, I feel like Stephen A kind of lit the fire for everybody to, like, be more up in arms of what, what's going on. Because before... When this news first came out, nobody was really chatting about it as much. Um, this has been going on for like a year, if I'm not mistaken. So now that it's at this point where it's just like a year and it's $10 million, there's more people that need to talk up, talk up about the situation and you know get more involved and remove this guy as an owner because people of power tend to really show their ass and boy showed his ass. He is in Arizona niggering it up, boy. He is, and he's saying it with so much confidence and without a care in the world because he's worth like 800 and some odd million dollars. Well, here's what's interesting interesting dichotomy. Who's the starting point guard for the LA Clippers when the Donald Sterling allegations broke? Chris Paul who also happens to be the starting point guard for the Phoenix Suns right now when these allegations are coming out. And he and, hasn't said anything. No, Chris Paul did speak. He said, quote, um, He's embarrassed. He felt Silver's, uh, Adam Silver's punishment of Robert Sarver was, quote, insufficient, but the 12-time All-Star stopped short of calling for the owner's removal. I was horrified and disappointed by what I read. This conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be repeated. I am of the view that the sanctions fell short in truly addressing what we can all agree was atrocious behavior. My heart goes out to all the people that were affected. And here's the thing. You know why they're not going to force Robert Sarver? If they force Robert Sarver to sell, it's because they got pressure from the investors. But I'm going to tell you right now why the NBA isn't forcing him to sell the same way they forced Donald Sterling to sell. It's because Donald Sterling made racist remarks. And there was audio of it. About the players. No, no, no. He was talking directly about the players. And there was audio of it. Right, and there was audio. Yeah, and then there was a there was a culture of racist hiring policies and such. This is only the tip of the iceberg with this. You know, every everybody's gonna come out the woodwork saying. Oh, well, you know, that one time I didn't get the job there, you know, I think I could have heard him call me an N-word. Yep. 
It said uh, Adam Silver. I the call Adam I Silver the call said tonight. earlier this week that the league's board of governors did not discuss the possibility of removing Robert Sarver as an owner as it did in 2014 with then Clippers owner Dallin Sterling. Yet. <laughs> no, I, Yet. I said the only way I'm going to say this, and I say this, I'll say this loud and clear on tape. The only way the NBA will force Robert Sarver to sell this team is if investors get involved and say they want nothing to do with the NBA and the Suns because the difference between Donald Sterling and Robert Sarver is that because what Donald Sterling did was directly to the players and the players walked out and the players wanted nothing to do with the Clippers, the NBA knew that they had to get rid of Donald Sterling. But all of a sudden, you don't got players coming out and saying, oh, I don't want to play for this guy. Okay, Chris Paul said very simply, I don't want to play for Donald Sterling. He's not saying that about Robert Sarver. This this is a problem. This is a problem. He's a whole bitch asshole. He's a and then let me tell you something, Chris Paul, like all of y'all, this is the time to put your money where your mouth is. You guys all talk about, oh, we are here for black rights and black lives matter. And oh my God, you know, we stand up to the man and stuff like this. Um, Sarva is a whole bitch asshole. Ban him for life. Period. Bitch asshole. Ban him for life. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> oh man, I, I ain't got no. I ain't got nothing for that. That I agree. One hundred percent agree. He's a bitch asshole. Like, why they always, like, it makes them feel so cool to sit there and say the N-word. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even say that word because I don't want to perpetuate a culture that has been, that gives people the right to feel that they can say shit like this. This is why I'm so passionate about that. You know what we need, Jay? We need a bunch of Delroy Lindos walking up to people. Say it then. Say it. Go ahead. Say mm -hmm. it then. That is one of the greatest television interviews I've ever seen. Because you had this stupid white uh, morning morning news host telling Delroy Lindo, why, why, can't, why can't we say the N-word, but you can say the N-word. Then say it then. You could say it. Go ahead. I say it with you. <laughs> and and um, the news host is like, you know I can't. Why can't you say it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And they cut to break. I would have too. Boy was about to get his jaw cracked. That's why. <laughs> you do not know he was about to get his jaw cracked. One more time for the crowd. That's what we need. Fire um, Robert Sava, ban him for life. He's a um, whole bitch asshole. Listen, ben at least we have somebody that James Dolan is better. He's still, I mean, ooh. I feel like an ex. I, you know what? His days. His days. No. I feel like James Dolan has said it. 
Yeah, he says it in the shower. He, let's not do this. I feel let's like he has. This. Let's not do this. Look, y'all, it's Friday night. I got to catch a flight early in the morning. Your girl Matt got to go. Right Matt got to go piss on James Olin's desk. Matt got to go. To work. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on another episode of the Year Sports Show. Um, he's a whole bitch ass hoe. Like, there's nothing else for me to say. Like, she's talking about she's talking about Robert Sar- guys. Not Peter. She's not talking about us. Yeah, she's not talking. And about can us. I just say that Dre almost got murked tonight? By That's the so way, I, I know. Pray for him, guys. Mm-hmm. Pray for him. So, for Dre, who's on assignment, wherever the hell he is, um, for <laughs> Matt and Peter, this is Tavia, and I'm out. Bye. He's a bitch asshole. He pissed me off.